What's up, dirt bags, and welcome to episode 146 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and as always, I'm joined by Matt Deitch. What's going on, Matt? What is crack and We are few, a little bit few late. Days late. Right? A little bit late. I suppose we should apologize to all the the Karens and the Darrens out there that you know. And the Craigs the and Craig. the Dons and right. the Scotts and the Tylers and yeah and the Codys. I suppose. Codys. Yep, yeah. Yep. Just we're wondering where our episode was. I mean, just just relax, guys. They put us on blast pretty fast on the yeah. Old, they did. They did on the old book that's full of faces. Yeah, I guess we were just overheating <laughs> because we hit a high RPM of Megamotin. And, oh, that was know. awesome. I love that comment. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you've got a, a deal like the Ice Institute, there and, ain't and, no rev limiter on us no, too, Don. So. <laughs> <laughs> WFO. Yep, yep. Wide F and open all yep, the time. Yep. Can't can't help <laughs> Red it. Red line. Cannot help it. So no, uh we we've got an explanation for why we're coming to you a little bit late. Uh it's just kind of the way life happened this week. Uh obviously, like we mentioned uh earlier, uh the Ice Institute, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, uh was this past weekend and uh Kind of kept me busy all weekend, uh, and uh, so, I don't know, by the time Sunday afternoon rolled around and I got home from the Ice Institute, it was kind of time to... Uh, Just relax a little bit. Kind of time to relax and kind of time to, and... uh, you know, maybe not invite a buddy over and piss the <laughs> wife off even more, so, uh, you know, just kind of had to lay low a little bit for... <laughs> There's sometimes I wonder if I should like bring some flowers over, or some cookies or something like that. Just so oh, I wish you would. No, not for you. I oh, mean, but oh, <laughs> bring 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 flowers and cookies. All right, Cal can have the flowers. I'll take I'll take the cookies. But uh, nope, we uh, so so then originally the plan was to turn around and and do it on Monday night, and then our drippy friend Ramrod decided that he needed to shoot a deer on Monday afternoon, and. Uh, so you know, then then you call up the track and the tracking dogs, that's and, right, and and the dragon guys, and uh, so me and Matt and my brother Eric and Ramrod uh, all went out and did a little uh, did a little deer dragging out of that's the uh, right. public land, and uh, um, yeah, we that was a late night, Matt. It, it definitely was. Well, it doesn't help when you get halfway over there and you know Ramsey forgets the a few important things back at the at the Sturman Ranch, so you got to turn around and yeah, go like back. Yeah, like a dang deer tag. <laughs> it was funny. I was sitting in the back seat with him, and he did the old start grabbing onto his pockets and feeling around, and I go, I looked over at him, and I go, you forgot your tag, didn't you? Yes. Well, at least he admitted it right away. Right. No, normally, the real ramrod move would be like, no, no, you know, it's, I got it, I got it. I just. He's like, it was in my, it's in my pack and my truck. So, nope. so, so yeah. turn around, <laughs> turn around. At, you know, way late at night already. You know, we're getting a late start because uh, ramrod made a marginal hit, and uh, so we we elected to give it some time and then uh, proceed in there. And uh, so it, it was kind of a little bit later than any, or, or kind of a little bit late anyways. And then Ramrod forgets his tags, and we, you know, waste another 30 minutes doing that. And finally, we get out there. We get we get out there. The deer was down where Ramsey 
you know, yeah, I'd last seen it. It had and, been uh, expired for a while. Yep. So we were actually going to have that drippy fella on the podcast tonight. And, right. and maybe maybe here in the next couple of weeks at some point in time, we'll have to have Ramsey on. Because we were getting asked about him we a little got, bit. We got a message on uh on Facebook, uh, somebody said, what's been going on with Ramrod? And, you know, I guess it's been a few weeks since we talked about him proposing to uh, uh, proposing to his now fiancé in, in a set of Capri pants. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it's been a couple weeks. It's I been saw a- that in their engagement photos they had the same fashion boots on. So, Well, I think they had the same <laughs> – he, I think Ramsey forgot his clothes or something. It's like, Ivy, you got any spares? And, yeah, and he go. hopped in. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, no, Ramsey got it done. Uh, he got it, it. It actually ended up being a nine point deer. Heck but, of a deer. Uh, yep. Dang nice. Uh, but, uh, I think it scored right at about 140 inches and, yep. uh, you know, what made it a nine pointer was only about a inch and a half, inch and a half time. So, I mean, when you're, when you're talking 140 inch eight point deer, I mean, that's uh that's a very respectable, really solid deer. Definitely. I, I think there was a little bit of questioning in each all of us when we were walking out there oh, to go God. get this thing like there what was we were no walk little up, bit what we were gonna walk up on is it gonna be like he said it was a nice one and stuff like that and he sent us a little video but we were like are you sure it was the same deer right and stuff but so no, he so, was. so here's the backstory on that <laughs> like this is why we have trust issues so my brother and i actually got a text message the week prior from ramsey and uh he 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 gives me a call and he's like, yeah, just just center punched one. Oh really? Yep. You know, running away. You know, I could hear it gurgling. Blood was you know blood was spilling and you know oh man just just nailed this thing. You know, big ten pointer. You know, hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty inches. And if it is the deer that they that they have on trail camera, he, he he's not lying. It's a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty inch deer. But uh, you know, oh gosh, just center punched it. So we told him, sit in your stand for about 30 minutes and then slowly sneak out where you think that deer went. Okay, yep. Well, about 20 minutes later, Ramrod uh, sends a text. Think I might think I might have missed him high. <laughs> well, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. So I, so I call him back and I say, hey, what do you mean you think you missed him high? I think I missed him high. Well, you, 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 you just, you, 20 minutes ago, you said you could see the blood and you heard this thing gurgling and you center punched him. Now, now he thinks he hit him high. Well, then get out of your stand and go down there and find the arrow. Apparently Ramrod gets out of his stand, goes down there, can't find the arrow. Well, how do you not find your arrow? I mean, right. you know, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, so, so you got two options at this point. <laughs> The arrow is either where it hit the ground or the arrow is still stuck in, in the, the deer. deer. Right. So maybe you didn't miss it. No, he, he thinks he missed it. So I, me and Eric take off work. We drive out there. We walk right to the arrow that doesn't have any blood on it. And so then I proceed to kind of question him like, well, what about all that blood that was spilling out? And what about you center punching it? And what about you hearing this thing gurgling? And I don't know what happened there, but I think... I think Ramrod had a whirlwind of emotions, and I just don't know what. <laughs> I think the old you, buck fever. I think that's what happened. It was going on pretty hardcore for old Dusty. So. Yep, yep. Because I mean, I think it's the thing to do right after you shoot, no matter what. You know, oh, I smoked it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually missed it. But, it's yeah, like, I smoked it. <laughs> 
And I, I've done it before. I, I, I think actually, we all have. Yep. So whatever the case. Uh, so that's why we had trust issues with Ramrod. And so Ramrod was actually, if anything, talking down, down the deer it, right. compared to what it was. Yep. And, and uh, we got out there and, uh, you know, I, I, I know, you know, in anyone who's listening to this, you know, that has been for a while or, you know, any amount of time knows uh, Ramrod was deployed last year um, with the United States Army and he didn't get to do any hunting. He didn't get to do any ice fishing. And so I think, you know, to come back, he's been hunting hard and he's had a roller coaster of a season. And Definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, the, but him and my brother have been doing a lot of work. They've been scouting. They've been, you know, really, uh, yeah, they, they've been working hard at it. And, and now they're both tagged out on, on good quality deer. So, uh, public I, land deer yep, at that. Yep, so you bet. So that, I don't know, he, he, he deserved it. Definitely, and, you know, very deserving. I, I won't say, you know, it, it, it was, it was, a, it was a special moment. All of, all four of us being right. up there walking up to that deer and, and, you know, it, it was fun. It, it was really fun. was. It's always fun to be a part of that. But like you said, there was just something a little extra special about it, especially since he didn't get to do any of it last year. And yep. Yeah. And, and it was four hours past all of our bedtime. Right. We were kind of going on. We needed the adrenaline to kind of <laughs> no, keep no, us yeah. all awake. And then the, the thing got for you guys is deer cart. That's all I got to say. I can't believe that. I couldn't have imagined having to drag that thing. Oh, geez. Oh no, no, that. So. I, I think I would have. I think I would have faked a yeah. hamstring injury, or <laughs> lower something. back, oh, oh, just, yeah, just, yeah. old football injury, yep. <laughs> old ranching, an old, an old ranching injury. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, <laughs> got caught up in a latigo the one time. <laughs> got in the well. <laughs> got in the well and just got I can't do well. it, guys. Oh, Sorry. Son of a gun. <laughs> but um, no, uh, congrats to Ramrod and. Uh, um, yeah, after talking deer hunting for a little bit, uh, um, yeah, let's let's mo- let's move along and talk a little fishing now. Let's talk a little. Fishing. We we probably will talk about a couple other non fishing related things here uh, on the podcast, but um, Ice Institute, uh, as we mentioned earlier uh, last weekend, and holy moly, was it just an incredible show! It really was. It was really cool. Um, yeah, just a lot of cool products, uh, a lot of different seeing a lot of different people and just seeing what's all coming out for the ice season. It was, it was nice. Yep. And, uh, we had a lot of people come and talk to us, you know, podcast listeners, guys that would, you know, walk by and just say, Hey, you you guys got an awesome show. Right. Yeah. Just like casual things like that, whatever. But, uh, um, you know, I, I, I've got a a bunch of people here written down and I thought, you know, well, you know, I'll kind of, you know, go over some of the people that that i remembered talking to but i know there's going to be like five people that i remember talking to that i forget to mention here. Oh, right so but uh i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a couple out there god dang it if i forget you it it it, it was only by accident but aaron goodell and his wife uh you know that that was cool to see them uh tyler hicks uh sawyer hansen brad winia mark ostra clint hay garth haukas um you know those are all guys that you know, in, right. interact with the page, you know, yep. send some messages and whatnot that I've never met. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly you know, right. And, I and mean, we've talked to them a lot online, but just never face-to-face, and it was kind of fun to, you know. Two picks fix. Hicks is shorter than what I thought. So, yeah, you thought that, too. I thought that. Here, I thought we were going to come – I thought this, like, 
maybe like around six foot, you know, yeah. maybe even yeah. maybe an inch taller or something like that. But then he actually came down here and I was up at the weight room when he came, he yeah, came he rolling in and I was like, well, swing up here, man. I'll, I'll talk to you. And he went to the Ellsworth locker. I know he did. He was kind of taking he, the, he sent all of a sudden I get a, a Snapchat from two picks Hicks. He's out in front of my house <laughs> and I'm not there. Like, okay, pal, my wife will fricking shoot you. <laughs> So yep, no, so. it was it was good seeing them, good meeting a lot of those guys. So. Yep. God dang it, I know I'm going to be forgetting some people, and I don't know for that I apologize. But um, no, I, I I it it was an awesome show. I you know I had the opportunity to to work for Clam for the first time in a you know in a big setting like that, and I'll, I'll tell you what, like when the floodgates opened on Friday night, it must have been kind of crazy. It it was. You know, and I don't, I, I've never been to St. Paul, so I can't sit right. here and tell you, you know, like, oh, you know, I mean, this, this was a little bit less, but I know what the first 10 minutes was like when those people came walking in and you didn't have to sell them on anything. No. You know, I was working in the, in the four clam on, in, in the shack section, you know, they, they, you know, there was guys over in, in ice armor. There was guys over in tackle. There was guys over in rods. There was guys over in you know, accessories, whatever. But I was in the ice shacks because that's where I personally felt like, you know, uh, I, I felt the most confident talking to somebody. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. If I'd get over there and try to blab about fishing rods to someone, yeah. they're probably going to know this dude's full of, full of <laughs> crap. Like This is Shaq, man. Yep, yep. Like, Old yep. Shaq Diesel yep, over well, here. Scott Shaq <laughs> yeah, Diesel. you know what I mean? I, I kind of like that. <laughs> you kind of like, like the Shaq Diesel? <laughs> and I learned as I went, too. You know I mean? There, there was a lot of stuff. I, I worked. I, I had the privilege of working with Dusty and Carol Rodiak. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they know a lot about Shaqs. And, and uh, Scott Olson from out in Rapid City, he knows a lot about Shaqs. And, you know, I mean, they, you know, there, there was some times where I'd have some questions and, and they were, uh, they, you know, they were of great assistance to me. And, but, um, yeah, that first 10 minutes, like you said, like those people like that were, the, if you're there that early for the doors open, it only means one thing. You're like, you're getting there. Cause you know that if you don't get it, it's going to be, it's kind of almost like a black Friday is my guess right. is they, what it was. Probably they, like. they didn't come to kick tires. No, no. It was like, I need to buy this before anybody else buys this. I yep. mean, so, you know, and, and I engage in my first customer and, you know, th this is the first time for me, you know, so I don't exactly know how this is going. I'm kind of, I've got Getting butterflies in my stomach. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's the first time. This you guy know? was real nervous. <laughs> I, just, like, yeah. okay. just let it happen. There's no easing into it. Oh my God. You're going to end up on the registry. <laughs> but so whatever. So I, I, you know, I, I, Go up and I talk to the first customer, you know, hey, you guys got any questions about Jax? I'll take that one. Okay. okay. You know, so, <laughs> so you know, whatever. And, and, you you know, you walk them over to the cash register and, you know, you get everything, you know, taken care of. You talk a little bit of fishing, you know, shake their hands and, you know, head back. And you talk to the next person, you know, hey, guys, you guys got any questions on any of the shacks? I'll take that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, man, this stuff is easy. Well, you know, I mean. <laughs> The, the week before, you know, working over at stands, I, I didn't sell any shacks because they didn't have them in inventory yet. And you can't sell a shack that, you know, you know a customer people want to take at. it. Right. Yep, you know, and, and that was tough. So 
you know, I, I'd really, you know, told myself, you know, like, God dang it, you know, I just got to get one or two sold, you know, and, you know, then, I, then I'll be feeling good, you know. If I can get one or two sold, you know, then I'll, uh, you know, I, I'll feel like it was worth, you know, having me here, you know, because, you know, I, I don't know, I was, you know, I don't know, it was, it was kind of a surreal moment working oh, yeah, there or whatnot. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, so all of a sudden, you know, I'm seven minutes into my first show, or, you know, first big show, and I've sold two shags, and it's like, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't know, that might have happened like five times in a row, where as soon as you can get back there, but but like I said, I mean, the people that were there at that time weren't there to kick tires, they, they weren't were there buying. to kiss babies, they were there to buy shacks, and they bought shacks over and over and over and over and over, and it was like... Whoo, you know, like this is this is insane, and and god dang, it was. Oh, well, I know, like I when I got there, and I walked in. I mean, you were the first person I really saw when I walked in, and I walked up and asked you how it was going, and you were just like, like we're almost sold out of this one right here. Like, like this is the last one left, and it was just like that was only like two yeah, we, hours into yeah. the show. I was just like, are but you that's serious? What it was. Like, I know. I mean, I was it like, was. I mean, it it was incredible. I mean, it was truly incredible, and and. I don't know how many shacks I sold on the weekend, but you know, I, I you know I don't know how many shacks Clam in total sold on the weekend. I I don't know if the height camps would give out that information, but uh, you know I, I I'll I'll flat out say it was uh, it's pretty eye opening. Like I mean, we, so what happened to the first time like you went up to somebody like and they were like, hey, you got any questions on the shack? And they looked at you and they're like, well, actually we do. And they start and you're like, oh. Uh, well, I I knew I I knew some of the answers and, and you don't what I didn't. Just buy it? Yeah, yeah. Like wait. <laughs> or did you like start this? walking up to people and being like, "Okay, yeah. which one do you, yeah. you want? That you one? Okay, buying? we'll you load that buying? one up. All right, yep." <laughs> yeah, you're you're just tire kickers. I right, move along. <laughs> Got a mouth to feed. Who's <laughs> buying? Who's buying? Get over here. Who's buying? <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I mo- most of the time, you know, it's it's basic questions. You know, like uh, you know. How how heavy is this shack? Right. You know, well this my the bed on my pickup is X amount of inches. Will this yeah. one fit in it? Well, let's take a look right here on the you know. Yeah. And so I mean it's it's a lot of I don't know, you know, you just gotta be honest with people and you know, you'd get a lot of uh you what, know what, so so what's better, you know, you guys or, or the otter? Well guess uh, what, guys, everyone makes a good shack. Yeah, right? I was gonna everyone say does. what what do you think was the most asked question you got about shacks this weekend? I would definitely say uh, which shack will fit in a short bed pickup, you know, that, right. that is, is the big one. And, you know, with clam, uh, clam has the new ice team additions and they're the ones that are green and, and bright blue. And, uh, uh, you know, the regular ones are the gray and blue. And with those ice team edition ones comes, uh, a battery bracket, um, lights that are integrated onto the, into the top bar, uh, travel cover, um, and so you, you're getting, I don't know, roughly $130, $140 worth of accessories and uh, for a $90 upgrade. Yeah. So if, if you were going to buy a shack and you were going to do that, well, you know, it's a no-brainer to go with the ice team. That was probably the biggest question. What What's the, what's the difference between these two shacks here? And, right. you know, then, yep. then you would show them and, oh, yeah, yeah, well, I was planning on putting lights in there anyways. And some people are like, I don't ever fish at night. I don't need no lights. Well, okay. then you don't need right. to be spending that money, you right. know. I mean, and, uh, you know, just 
you know, any big purchase, sometimes you just need somebody there to kind of, you know, just like, a little reassurance. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And, and, uh, you've kind of made it at, when you, at that point, they've kind of made their decision. They really want it. They just need that little extra, like the reasoning why I need it. And like, okay. Yep. That's yep. Why. And you know, that like, like we said, you know, a lot of people were there to be buyers, yep. you know, they had done their research online beforehand. They knew that Todd was going to give the best deals that they were going to see, uh, you know, in our area. Uh, I think I, did you have somebody that drove all the way down from the cities just to buy? It was, it was insane. It, right. Like, it was like my second guy of the morning. He came down there to get a hub shack. I'm like, where are you from? He's like, uh, up by Minneapolis. And I'm like, oh yeah. And you know, whatever. I'm like, well, you know, if you want to walk around, you know, you can come back and get your shack later or whatever. And he's like, no, I'm turning around and heading back home. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he, he literally drove down to buy a hub shack and turned around Turn and around drove and back go. home. That's nuts. From Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like you said, you don't know. You, you got to buy Hey, stuff. man, Todd gives some good damn deals, but I don't know if that one pencils out. <laughs> I just don't know. But whatever. I, you know, and, and I, I don't know. That that says a lot about the show. I, it, I truly really think does. it says a lot about the show. And uh, I I heard that they sold 43 live scopes in the first night. Yeah, the first night. That's, the first that's night. That's insane. I heard Todd attempted to buy. And if, if, if Todd or any of the height camps are listening to this and – this is not true. Well, fine, whatever. I'm not going to preach this as the gospel truth, but this is just the word that I heard. But I heard Todd attempted to buy 100 live scopes, you know, with, with you know, supply chain stuff or whatever else. They gave him 50. He sold 43 in the first night. <laughs> Woo! And you want to know who got the first one? I know. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pulled the trigger, baby. Did somebody have to give you the reassurance that it was okay to do it? Or I don't know, just... dude. Like I, I don't know. I felt like I was on a spaceship. Like I, God dang. Did it. you like, have? Did you feel like some? There was a person, little person standing on each shoulder, telling you why you should do it. Another one. Uh, I don't know. You know how when Ramsey got up to his deer and he kind of cried, but he was kind of laughing and he was smiling, but there was kind of a little bit There's of all t- kinds of emotions. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what happened when I bought that. It's like I, I felt. I felt like I got kicked in the nuts, but at the same time, massage. But them. yeah, but, but, <laughs> but <laughs> something like that. That's, I mean, yeah. I was I was eating some Motor City Pizza Company pizza, got kicked in the nuts, but I, you know, I, I was I was getting a nice back rub, you know, probably <laughs> like it, it. It just all the emotions flowed into one. I knew, boy, this is way too much money for for you know a hobby but also i knew like man someday i'm gonna be out on a lake saying scott you freaking moron you should have bought it got it yep so uh you know this this year they actually came out with the lithium version of the live scope and i don't know if you knew about that i didn't actually so this year they came out with the lithium version of the live scope where where you're getting a lithium battery uh and that that was a difference at the Ice Institute of twenty eight hundred to twenty five hundred. It was a three hundred dollar upgrade. Well, I actually, uh, you know, I, I was talking with the height camps and whatever, and they they shot me straight. They're like, you know, you might want to you might want to look into buying the older model, you know, with without the lithium battery in it, and maybe you should go over and check out that Amped Outdoors booth, you know, 
kind of like a wink, wink, wink like, wink, you know, like, hey, yeah. I think this might be your better bet. Well, I go over to the Amped out bo- Outdoors battery deal. I got a 32-amp-hour lithium battery for 220-ish bucks, something like that. Well, that's a no-brainer. That is exactly you know what I mean? right. I saved 80 or 90 bucks and I got, and I got a, you know, an amped outdoors battery with more amp hours than what comes with the live scope LI lithium version. And, uh, I still got that old battery and, and, you know, I've got the battery Battery that came with it. So I've got an extra one too. Like, I don't know. It's the way to do it. I mean, I guess if you're going to get kicked in the nuts, you might as well walk away feeling like a winner. So. Right, that's right. Well, that's it. Don't matter as long as you save that extra. Yep, that's, that's how that. that <laughs> my whole grandpa's thing goes. my grandpa's last name was Van Olst. I've, <laughs> I've got just enough of that in me. To... There's enough Van Van Sturman to get, get, to get that in you. Yep, I'm just a man that loves savings. I'm <laughs> I'm so opposite of being a tight ass. Like I I have issues like where I yeah I, I don't. Well, I mean, look at that. Like, I don't have the freaking money to be blowing three grand on a freaking live scope. And, well, here we are. Right, that's right. It's here now. So, sorry about your college fund, Grady. <laughs> that's what Lorith would say. Yep. Congratulations. You just earned a chance to go and get a job. It's <laughs> a resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can learn to teach you how to fill out some resumes. Go make me some money. Kid. Actually, now, now, though, I mean, probably make a good living with a lot of that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'll tell you who I was damn impressed with at this freaking uh, uh, Ice Institute, and that's our buddy freaking Zach Cox. You know, whenever I would be over there wheeling and dealing on Shaq, like I told you, I don't know a ton about. I don't know a ton about the tackle. Not you know, I I, I can sit here and tell you like, hey, I use them swirl drops. I like leech flutter spoons. Right. You know, I, I, those two right there. You get talking about speed spoons and all this other stuff, like, I'm not going to lie to you. You guys are barking up the wrong tree talking to me. Like, you know, whatever. I go over there, and I'd bring my guys up to Zach Cox, and I'd say, hey, Zach, he's interested in getting a new rod. Or, hey, Zach, he's interested in looking at some tackle. I mean, either he was freaking lying, like, I mean, used car salesman, like, (laughs) you ain't leaving this freaking Ice Institute without freaking buying a new rod. Or he actually knew that much, and I think he actually knew that much. But God dang it, like I didn't even want to go back and sell shacks. Like I just, just wanted, wanted to sit to there and learn him. about. Like you know, I felt like a little kid. Like wow, Dad, like, <laughs> tell me more. But uh, yeah, he definitely knows his he stuff did. when it comes he, to that. Tackle. He does. He does. I tell you what, dude. I mean, he was in the right area, and and uh, you know, Tristan, his brother Tristan, was over there freaking wheeling and well, all all them. All them Cox boys were freaking wheeling and dealing yeah. on rods, wheeling and dealing. They they're smart. They've done their research and definitely. Uh, you know, then Tristan was over there freaking selling pe- pedaling vexillars and cow dang it. drills. I think he sold a bunch of. K-drills. I believe that. I believe that. I mean, if I'd go walking up to him and he'd say, "Hey, listen here, Tristan Cox, Sand Hills, Nebraska, and you need yourself a K drill," all right, I'd say, "Yes, yes I, I do. do. <laughs> yes, I do. Put me down for two. So. No, I don't know. That was that was a heck of a lot of fun, but I don't know. You know, you're talking about the Cox boys and stuff like that, but would the least impressive thing of the weekend be Garrett's mustache? <laughs> 
He's been growing that for one I, whole entire I know. year. I felt bad. You, you can't make fun of him because, I mean, that's that's like commitment and effort. Nobody can ever say he doesn't have commitment issues to go a year without shaving that thing. <laughs> Probably gone a year without a, without a girl giving him much of a look, too. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> you know, I... In in his defense, I am one that also cannot grow much of a. And you know, I mean, if you're going to be a cowboy, you got to kind of kind of roll with a mustache every once in a while. Oh, I know you, know, you I do. Mean, you know, so uh, he's a cowboy, and uh, you know, you, you grow what you got. You <laughs> that's grow. that's how that's my philosophy up top. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you grow what you got. <laughs> you grow what you got. That's, that's a rule. But uh, what what do take taken away from the ice institute what was one thing you saw that you were like you know what that is badass one thing that i saw that i thought was that way um well well what was badass was that like machine that like i don't know what it was like an atv or whatever it was that was all out of aluminum or Holy like moly, that like, ice machine yeah i think <laughs> they stole it from the russian army <laughs> i know i was just like whoa i came around the corner i'm like what is this yeah um yeah you don't want to mess with the business end of that thing um other than that like anything that really jumped out i mean just that night like you talked about just the sheer amount of live scopes that they sold in the yep. first night was pretty wow um you working over there in that cold snap booth a lot of those guys over there in that booth bought uh, those new little tackle boxes that yeah they that, thought uh, that they were pretty impressed with with i don't know who made them i think it was a plano box it was a plano box but i think that it was a different company that put some different foam inside of them okay and where your jigs can just it has a little slit in there that it can just go right down in there and it's real easy to see and access and they won't move around at all you don't have to stick your hooks into anything and uh yeah a lot of those guys really thought those were impressive uh oh other than that things that just like jumped out at me necessarily yeah, there wasn't not, anything not, that it was just like that. jumped out and just smacked me in the face but you know what i'm all right with that yeah you know you don't always need just that while there was just a lot of great products out there that you know good solid stuff that you don't i i thought the the aqua traction things for the the boats and stuff that flooring was kind of cool to look at and you know kind of hear what the prices were on those things but obviously it was an ice fishing show not a boat show right uh yeah that's probably probably what i'd like i'm trying to think like if there was something that i walked by that i was just like you know, you walk by and you gotta hit the brakes and go back and go what whoa, whoa what's that here i mean oh. there wasn't like anything that really necessarily did that but i mean it was just cool to see some of the good deals that were out there i'm not gonna lie to you i i might be committing treason here but the uh eskimo outbreak 450 xd that hub shack with the uh buffalo check on it oh yeah i, I like that a lot do you like just because of the color yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah the I color mean, is pretty i just cool. you know you know clam you know they, they got the blue the blue and black hub or you know blue green and black uh you know eskimo normally just runs you know the straight red and white hub yeah. uh you know otter has got you know the blue and maybe a little bit of gray black whatever i don't know that that buffalo check like i'm 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 for that like oh, yeah, I, the old buffalo plaid is pretty cool color yep i i liked it i liked it good enough that you know even though i was kind of sitting over there in the clam booth kind of like 
That's pretty sweet over there. <laughs> I kind of like that. Maybe get some blue buffalo plaid. I'm for that. Right. I mean, I'm I'm running kind of some you, some you brown rock the flannels. Oh, you every like, single day, like every day, so. every day, starting in about you know mm, mid October all the way probably until mm, April or May. I'm I'm running flannels. Dang right. I love them. <laughs> I love them. So so that uh, would be, that would be yours then. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I I don't know. I just I I really liked that and. You know, I didn't really see like any like buddy walking around with like, like an item that it was just like whoa, like like everybody had that item. I mean, it you know, was a just couple like, years ago it was that bait caddy. I think right. You yeah, know, like it was every just, I mean, god dang it. Well, I will say, and I I I I won't sit here and say that they were good, but I did hear at one point in time that eagle those eagle claw rod cases that right. you saw a lot of people with. I think I had heard that they brought in four pallets of those and like, I don't know, three hours in on Saturday morning, you know, on day number two, they were down to their last pallet. Right. I, I think that's kind of crazy sometimes though, too, is like people will spend, you know, we talked about the old custom rods and like the more expensive rods last week. And uh, a lot of people will spend the money on those rods, but when it comes to protecting them, they're just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to spend that on. Like, they won't. It doesn't seem like they'll like. They'll pay. They'll pay like three hundred dollars for like two or three rods, but they won't pay a hundred dollars sometimes for a good quality rod case that's going to protect them. Now, a lot of people will, but it's right. just like one of those things that's like. I I, know, you, I could I could be guilty of that. But, I believe. But what you think about it, like with a shotgun? <laughs> I mean. Or a gun, you spend all that money on a on a gun, and then you end up buying like just a case to put it in. Yep. I mean, and you know, I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that buy a big old high dollar gun, and they put a freaking you know, hundred and fourteen dollar you know cheap scope, scope on it. Yeah. You know, and and uh, but I I, I do I I one hundred percent agree with you, and I never really thought about it a whole lot. But you know, there's guys with five one hundred and twenty five dollar rods. And then they go and put them in a you know a case that they spent twenty nine ninety nine on right. you know like son of a gun like it's weird or they'll walk up and like they'll be like well how much is that like nice case you got there and you tell you know you'll say something and they're like I don't know if I'm, that's kind of expensive for a case it's like um okay yeah <laughs> wow but no, yeah that is what it is yeah I I I agree I agree I think that's uh that, that that's something that that I. I might have to think a little bit. I think I might have to think a little bit more about that. I, I, I've never thought about uh, me being the guy that's skimping on the protection of my rods. That's right. So you don't want to be that guy. Yep. No one wants to be that guy. Nope. Um, you know, here, here's one, Matt. Uh, selling shacks, you know, you you actually bought a, a hub shack this weekend. And, I did. Um what what model did you get? I got the Clam X four hundred. X four hundred. Uh, that'd be a hub shack, uh, bitchin' looking because it's got that green in it, and I yeah, just love that it, blue that and is green. Kind of cool. Color. Oh yeah, way badass. But um, uh, you know, sp- sp- with with that, you know, talking hub shacks, I cannot tell you how many people talked this weekend about ice camping. I I, I think it's the new trend. It's the I, new way everybody is going. Is it YouTubers? I think YouTubers are are really bringing it to like the forefront, and people are starting to realize. And I think it's you know, I, I don't know. You think about a lot of the walleye guys. Yep. Yep. That, that it's just like they want to 
be there for that night bite and stuff like that. But in the old flip-up shacks, you know, it just, you don't get as much, uh, I don't know if, if you want to say like, you don't have room like you do in the hub shack, I should say. Yep. Um, and Craig's he, talking about converting his, his clam Yukon, you know, a flip right. over shack. He's going to take one seat out and put cot on that side. Yep. I've seen people do that yep. and stuff like that. So I think that, uh, as far as like that becoming more popular, I just think that it's just with the way the advancements of the portable shacks have become like people are able to do that. I mean, those, those thermal shacks hold the heat in there so good and keep you warm and out of the elements that, you know, a person really can. Yep. And, and I, I think, I think you made a good point there. Those shacks hold heat so well. And, uh, um, you know, I, I don't think, especially if you're, if you're going out in these portable shacks, you know, you, you stake them down to the ground, you know, you tie them off to a vehicle, you do, you know, whatever you got to do to, to get them to sit there. But I don't think you got to worry, like, they're not so airtight that, like, you got to worry about the carbon monoxide. Right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You right. do, it's a good idea. You to do have, have to, like a, you do have to worry right. about it a little bit. You know, I mean, make, make a couple, you know, vents, you know, leave a zipper open a little bit and whatnot. I mean, it, it is still a very real thing, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's as crazy as going out there and, and, you know, I don't know for say uh enclosed trailer you right. know well, just right. going out yeah, there yeah. i mean you know the these guys who have the permanent shacks i mean they're they they should be vented properly and right. whatnot and, and i think as far as like what the ice camping goes to is just like it makes you uh um what's the word i'm looking here for like kind of mobile um sleeper style houses like those those big sleeper houses you pull them to a spot, you put them down, and, and you're there. Yep. Whereas, like, with these hub shacks, I mean, you know, one night if you want to come over here and fish that spot, and then the next night you want to move over here, you can kind of do that. And uh, more and more people, you get a lot of smart people out there, or, like, crafty people, handy people, I should say, that uh, come up with all different ways to utilize these. And there's a lot of groups online that all of a sudden you're like, hey, you know, I could, you know, some of these clam shacks have, you can get the floor that goes in them yep, or yep. a lot of people take those like fitness workout mats and put that down. There's a lot of things that people do that you can kind of make a floor in there and you got all that fishable space. You got a spot. A lot of the guys are putting cots in there so you can lay down now. It's not like, I think kind of what I was getting by back to earlier with the flip over shacks, you're kind of stuck to a seat. Like yep. it's not, you're, it's going to be tough to sit there all night in just a seat. You know, and where now you, you can put a cot in there and have a chair in there where you can kind of go over and lay down for a while if you want or sit in the chair and fish. And now you got all these portable rattle reels that you can put on buckets or even like Clam has the interlock thing that you can put it up there yep. now yep. and put a rattle reel on there. So, I mean, there's just all these options now that are that's making it kind of. I don't know, easier to do. Yeah, and, and you don't got to spend eight grand on a on a wheelhouse right. to, to get out there. Right. Matt, if if say say we're going out this afternoon and uh well this afternoon, I mean heck, it's freaking seven thirty at night right now. Uh say say we're gonna be out on the ice tonight and we're gonna be spending the night. You got yourself whoops a daisies. You got yourself a, a shack, you got yourself a heater. 
What else you What else you think you need? Your top five things that you think you're going to need. Now, we're not going like tackle like. Let's Let's say like, you already got a rod. You, and you, you already, got your rods, reels, yep, and yep, stuff like yep. that. So More got, for the camping side of things, right? I uh, definitely going to have to have a light of some sort. Yep. I also know. have power box slash lights, yep, and and yep. I'm telling you, them power boxes are yeah, they're the I way to run. Get, they're I the way to, get to run. Myself a power box because you can do a lot of different things with them. Yep. Um, like I said, definitely a light source. Um, I'm going to say a cot. Yep. Slash I've sleeping got bag. I've got cot. You know, to kind of lay down in um, food. <laughs> that that was my number one. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. I, I figured that you're going to have snacks. Yep. Um, uh, let's see here. Some type of flooring. Yep. To have on there to put down. I mean, no matter what what it is. Uh, how many is that? That was four. That was four? Yeah. Um, and I got sleeping bag and cot uh, uh, separate, but... Oh, do you? I mean, yeah. I, I would say, you know, you got, you're probably going to want something to drink. and uh, Right. And like you said, the power box is nice, so you can, like, charge the cell phone. Not only, like, run your lights, but it charges the cell phone and all that stuff. I um, really feel like I should have one more on there that that I'm kind of forgetting... No, I, I think I think I think the floor. I think you want a floor, no matter what. If you're gonna, right. if you're gonna be doing it, uh, you know, I think that, like you said, you know, a cot sleeping bag or whatever, and 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 your power, and then you know, obviously right. food and drink, uh, you know, and I, I really think I don't think you need a whole lot more than that. I really no. don't. I think you'd be surprised that that you could go out there, and be more comfortable than what a person thinks. Right. I I. I I do think that people extra don't realize, propane. Yeah, extra propane, you know, to keep that heater going cuz if heat goes out, it's time to go yeah, home. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say they they hold heat, you know, we 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 just got done saying that they hold heat. They ain't going to hold heat for 5 hours, guys. No. You're going to wake up pretty chilly. Yep. I don't know, maybe an extra pair of socks just in case your the socks that you have get wet, so you can dry them. Have a nice dry pair. I think you're right on that. It's always nice to have some extra dry clothes along. Yep, that's right. You know, I'm going to an Iowa Hawkeye football game this weekend. You did tell me that last weekend that you're heading down. We're we're going to talk football just here for a little bit because uh, the a this past weekend we find out that uh, South Dakota is a coyote state, not a jackrabbit state. <laughs> And and holy moly, there's a lot of unhappy jackrabbits at the ice institute. That's they, for sure. You you could tell when it happened. the The mood changed, and uh, god dang it, what I mean, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a jackrabbit, and I'm not a coyote. I don't you know. I, I I'd rather go for both of them. But uh, what an ending to a football game. That was nuts. Yeah. Do you think Cody Magnuson just officially turned the, the podcast off? Probably did. Him yeah. and James Gerard. Yeah. Piss on it. <laughs> you guys aren't going to say that's a coyote state. This ain't no damn coyote state. But uh, um, no, yeah, what an, what an ending to a game. And then turn around and Iowa State loses 62-yard field, field goal. Like, what the frick, guys? But uh, no. Uh, um, the Hawkeyes beat the old goofers yep the hawkeyes beat the gophers sorry minnesota uh and and did i i think i saw something like that's nine or eleven times in a row oh, or something yeah, like that that's quite a few times in a row yeah. so yeah oh, well, floyd rosedale is finding a pretty comfortable home down there in yeah Iowa yeah City, yeah so. you're just probably gonna stay there 
we play Illinois this weekend. Iowa Hawkeyes do, and I'm going to be there. Um, and I think this weekend uh, Wisconsin and Nebraska play, and I, I believe, believe so. Zach Cox and two picks Hicks uh, got a uh, bag Ooh. of – I think they got a bag of uh, uh, beef sticks on the line. <laughs> got a got a bag of beef sticks, and you know – you don't want to you don't want to steal a beef stick from either one of them two. No, so I don't, don't know who's going to win that. So uh yeah. No, Grady's rolling. All right, see you pal. See you Grady. <clears throat> yep. Grady was here in the studio. His mom's picking him up, so uh he's he's out of here now, but uh um no. With that being said, Grady School West Lion up here in the northwest corner. They're going to be playing a state football game on Friday. State championship game on Friday and Corey Brandt Corey down Brandt. there at uh, uh, Boyden Hall, Boyden Hall Rock, Rock Valley. Valley. They're that gonna, could be that could be a heck of a game. I mean, I, there ain't going to be no <laughs> heck of a game with them. They're going to absolutely piss pound whoever they play. Harlan, Harlan. Yep. Yeah. Well, sorry, Harlan. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's crazy. It, it's crazy how good both those teams are because they're both. Rock Valley is actually number two going into it. And mm-hmm. no, they shouldn't be. I totally agree with you. I mean, it's they could be number one, number two, and number three. Like <laughs> they could probably win in just about every class. They're, they're, I, be, they're best football team in the state. I believe so too. I would agree yep. with you on that yep. one. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Midwest Angler Podcast. That's the best team in the in the state of Iowa, Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, and I think West Sioux's in there too. And West Sioux, yep. Northwest so, Iowa, watch yeah. out. All three teams that we've played this year, so. Yep, yeah, right? <laughs> Holy moly. So, uh, no, I don't know. Good luck to all those teams. Yeah, That's, definitely. Uh, Friday, good luck to those maybe guys some on coaches. Saturday, or is it all Friday? Um, I know 2A and uh, 3A are on Friday, I believe, so. Okay. I don't know if 1A is or not. All right, well, yeah, that's football. That's, that's what we got to say about football this week. That's right. Matt. Moving on. I got something to ask you. You got something to ask me. Yep. This is this is still non uh, non fishing related, also, but we're gonna go off on it for a second here because today at the break table at work, uh, we kind of got talking about it, and so do you. Uh, you know this uh, food dish that um, you take some hamburger and you take some corn, you take some. Uh, uh, like cream of mushroom soup, you mix all that up, yep. then you put tater tots over top of it. Oh yeah, what do you call that? I call it a hot dish. I don't. I'm not a casserole guy. I'm a hot dish guy. So what I grew up with, everything was called a hot dish. So it's hot dish. So I, I I did a little bit of research on this because we got talking about it today. Hot dish casserole, and uh, you know everyone. I, I don't know. We kind of. I think we might have been a 50-50 split at work, you know, six guys, four guys, whatever that sits at the break table. And uh, so I kind of did a little bit of research. What can, I try to, can I try to take a stab at it once before you, like, read what you found? So would a hot dish be something that it's it's mixed up? Hold on, hold on. Okay, a hot dish. Is it something that's mixed up and not put in the oven and a casserole is something that's mixed up and then baked in the oven? Is it kind of something similar like that? Or well, am I just way off and I'm just talking on my rear end like I, I usually do? So I, I think we might have something here that is the exact same, but just different people from different areas call right. it different. But uh, a hot dish is a dish that typically contains a starch, a meat, and a canned or frozen vegetable mixed with canned soup that must be served hot or warm. A classic example of 
made with ground beef topped with tater tots and flavored with thick condensed cream of mushroom soup sauce. But some versions in Minnesota use the official state grain wild rice or even macaroni in place of the potatoes. If I catch anyone doing that BS, I'll frickin' punch them. <laughs> but the dish originates in the upper Midwest region of the United States where it remains popular, particularly in Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, North Dakota, and eastern Montana. Hot dish is cooked in a single baking dish and served hot, per its name. It commonly appears in communal gatherings such as family communal. reunion, communal, yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, man, I'm reading. Kiss my ass. Family reunions, potlucks, and church suppers. So that's what a hot dish is. Damn casserole, right. not quite as complex. A casserole is a variety of large deep pan or bowls used for cooking a variety of dishes in the oven, or it is also a category of foods cooked in such a vessel. That's that's when you know it's good, when, when they say that uh, what you're cooking in is a vessel. <laughs> to distinguish the two uses, the pan can be called a casserole dish or a casserole pan, whereas the food is just simply a casserole. The same pan is often used for cooking and for serving. So I think I think you know a casserole a casserole pan th- this is what I'm coming up with. Like here at our house when we make tater tot hot dish, we make it like in a, a nine by thirteen right. like cake pan, you know what I mean? Yep. yep. I think a hot dish or a, a casserole is when it's either in a glass or like a, a porcelain or uh not not porcelain what the hell i know what you're talking like about, a, yeah. a pottery yep. like you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you mean i think that's the difference that's, that's what i difference? think that's what i think now my brother eric he thinks that a, uh i think he said a casserole he thinks like it, it has to do with the layers like if it's got multiple layers of different stuff then and that's it, a casserole so i want to know right now is lasagna a hot dish no, a lasagna is lasagna. Is it a casserole? No, it's neither. It's just lasagna is lasagna. Why is that? That's because that's what it's it is. It's got starch. It's no, got a meat. Know, but that's it's what it is. It's got a sauce. It's what it is. That's what the Italians told us it is, so that's what it is. I don't give a rip about what the Italians said. Maybe they're the originators, like some lady up in, in Wisconsin. It's a bake. Just like when you take spaghetti. An egg and bake. You, is an yeah. egg bake a casserole? It's an egg bake. Is it a hot dish? It's an egg bake. So... I think I always, you're making grew, stuff up as you go. I, I think, but I think that's. Is the there any other hot do. dish besides tater tot? Um, well, let's see here. What did we always used to call? I always called everything a hot dish. That's what we always called it. We never said casserole for anything. Well, that's like true. goulash is a hot dish. That's why I got that written down here right. too. Goulash. Craig Craig Oiler. He says he's never even really heard of the the term hot dish. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I don't know if it stops at the river or what, but I yeah, wanted to hear what he had to say because he's from out west, you could he's say. He's West River guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it says right there that, that, that the term hot dish basically started on the Minnesota-Wisconsin line. Hmm. You know, probably some people drinking some old Milwaukee's, you know, drinking Definitely. some old fashions, you know, <laughs> maybe a Bloody Mary or two. And, you know, it's like, hey, like... Whoever the sucker was that came up with Tater Tot Hot Dish, like, hats off to them. Like, you can yep. listen to this episode for free. Always. Always. Like You're on the pro that's staff. How much, yeah, that's <laughs> how much you mean to me. You're on the pro staff. Is, is Tater Tot Hot Dish, like, I mean, 
of course, like, don't get me wrong. We like going out. We like having some, I'll tell you this right now. Hold on, hold on, pump the brakes. Crooked Pint, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's attached to the Holiday Inn out there by the, uh, yep. you got to go get their Carolina gold sauce. Pretty good. Ooh, might be the best I ever had. <laughs> might be the best I ever had. But uh, with with stuff that you can't buy at a restaurant, is Tater Tot Hot Dish the best meal? Yeah, you can't go wrong with the Tater Tot Hot Dish. Like, like you know whenever you roll up to a potluck, there's going to be like three or four of them. Yep. And then, but then you got to compare them too, you know. Okay, so this is my rule. You use corn. Right. Oh, yeah, you got to have corn. Got to have corn. You use corn. Beans... All right, like and you're testing I'm, your luck. Like I'm gonna let it pass, but if you throw a freaking California mixed vegetables in there and <laughs> no, carrots and whatnot, not a, like that's get not, the that's not out of here. Hot dish that, that, you have freaking you have crossed the line. That, you are that you are playing with fire. That and if you put don't put the tater tots on the top, you put the little the round like disc ones, the like potato rounds. You know what I'm talking about? Like Olays? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like no, it's got to be the tater tot. If you're Although ma- some olays on top of yeah, a yeah I ain't gonna, I, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna knock anyone for that. You <laughs> may, but I'm not. All right, here. If you're making a tater tot hot dish right now, Matt, are you? You've got all afternoon to do this. Are you gonna take them and arrange every single tater tot so that it's perfectly no, you know, like in line on top? No, I'm not and all that stuff. I just, see. I've I, done this a couple times where Kayla has actually like you know browned the hamburger. You know, mix together the uh, the cream soup or whatever, and you know tells me you know, hey, here's a can of corn. You know, drain all the juice out, pour that on top, and then you know yeah. let let the let the tater tots go. And I last for about four rows of you know <laughs> getting them, and after that, it's like I'll piss on this. Like, <laughs> we're getting like, this son of a gun to me. I'm gonna tear I, this apart I, with a spoon anyway. Yeah, I so. don't got the time, guys. I don't got the time. Are Do you, you throw cheese on top of yours? No. Really? Yep. See, I I never grew up like that, but no. Kayla, she she throws the cheese on top of it, and I mean a little bit. I'm at a point in my life where I'm almost starting to like cheese more than meat. Whoa! Like I, I know Whoa. this is I know this is like a cardinal sin, but like whoa, you know, like I've got some beef sticks, I've got some beef jerky sitting up in my up You're in my refrigerator. The string cheese? No, not string <laughs> cheese. I got some like sharp cheddar. Like oh, some yeah. sharp cheddar and like some Colby Jack cheese and whatnot. Like, I I love nothing more than to take a take a little plate and throw a bunch of cheese on it at night and kind of watch TV, eat some cheese. Sharp cheddar cheese. Like there ain't nothing wrong with sharp cheddar cheese. There's everything wrong with sharp cheddar cheese. Seriously? Give me the mild. Give me the mild. Mild? Yeah. You ain't man enough. You freaking. I'm over here freaking puffing on reds, and you got like little (laughs) ultralights. Yeah, I don't care. Give me the menthols. I don't care. You're over here licking the bottom of feet. That's what sharp cheese tastes like. That's badass is what sharp is. I don't know about that. You don't know nothing. Cream of chicken or cream of mushroom soup? What are you putting in yours? Whatever Kayla's got. (laughs) Whatever Kayla's got. I don't even know know if you were picky or not. No, I don't like eating mushrooms. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to eat a mushroom, but, uh, like if it's in something, like yeah, piss I, me off. I know. Growing up, Supreme Pizza, like yeah, I ain't gonna pick the mushroom off. I'll eat it. Growing up, we couldn't. I always liked the cream of mushroom better than the cream of chicken soup and all these things. How do you get cream and, out of celery? And uh, what? 
cream of celery. There's cream of oh, celery. Oh, I know, right? Like, how do you get cream out of celery? <laughs> you've, never, you've never squeezed the celery stuff. You ever milk celery? <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, I milk celery all the time. <laughs> Grew up on a celery farm. That was our nightly chores. Get them all into the stalls and <laughs> hook up the get squeezing on them. Hey, hey, people talk about getting kicked by cows. You, you ever been kicked by a stalk of celery, man? You're going to feel that for a few days. Oh, man. <laughs> That's actually what the coxes are raised out there on the cox ranch. That's, a lot of celery. celery ranch. <laughs> but no, like growing up, we could never have cream of mushroom soup because Mike was picky and he didn't. If it, he could tell if it had cream of mushroom or cream of chicken, and nope, he wouldn't eat it. So we always really? had to get cream of chicken in there. And I don't know, I always like the cream of mushroom better. So. Yeah, I think I think we do cream. I I think we do cream of mushroom, but I don't want to know how they'd make cream of anything <laughs> yeah it's like, like it you know at first i was like okay like, like i've yeah. eaten yeah i've eaten celery and like i, I don't i don't never felt that there was any cream involved in it <laughs> but yeah i don't know how you get cream of cream of mushroom neither cream of chicken it's probably like condensed to something with all that added into it so i don't know i just actually kind of got a little bit of the shivers thinking about <laughs> trying to cream a mushroom <laughs> so no Hot dish. That's what I'm. Hot dish. Hot dish. Hot dish, hot okay. dish over casseroles. That's you know, what I say. You know what? I'm going to put a poll question up, and it ain't fishing related, but I'm going to ask them. What do we got? We got th- tomorrow. I'm asking. We got hot dish or we got casserole here? That's right. And we're going to find out. We're going to we're going to find out uh, just where what, that line starts. What the people end. think? Yeah. Um. Do 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 do. I don't know. I think that, uh, I think, well, no, hold it, hold it. Uh, we are going to be coming next week, uh, with the acid biologist show, uh, our buddy, Scott Mockentune. Uh, he's been working hard up, uh, deer hunting up in Minnesota this last, uh, these last couple weeks. And, uh, um, he got himself a hell of a nice deer. Oh yeah. That was a hammer. Yep. Way up North looks like a dang Saskatchewan buck. And, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. He, uh, hold on. I just, I gotta, you going to call him or what? No, I should, <laughs> but, uh, hold on. This is, this is the, this is the, uh, message that he sent me the other day. Sometimes the sun shines on a dog's ass that doesn't deserve it. And that's me with a deer that took me 15 years. And today it's you also, because I dropped, because of the first time in your life, you were right, and I was wrong. I dropped. <laughs> That's I, I play that daily just because I just like. Right. I, I, you were right. I need, he was yep, wrong. Yep, I was right. He was wrong. You heard it here first. I stumped the biologist. You know, <laughs> you did stump the biologist. Yeah, I, you know, we could. We plenty could, more where that came from, Mocking Tune. We, we could really use that recording and, like, use it for a lot of voices. Oh, it's. Like, you know, we could be like, hey, you know, we got Scott here. Scott, are you from the Metro? Yeah. You are from the metro. We've always said you're from metro, from the cities, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> you were right. I was wrong. Yep, that's that's. I mean, <laughs> this will not be the last time that we hear that. We that's hear that. right. So I, that that's what happens when you leave me a voicemail. Uh, voicemail that it's it's at my disposal from here on out. So, uh, um, no, do you, uh, you got a good news story? You want me? I've actually got two good news stories right. this week. Rifle them off. I was kind of going to say something about the football being my good news story as far as like the teams making it down the state and okay. listener Corey Brandt you yep. Know, yep. listens to the podcast weekly and it's pretty cool. He's the head coach down there and hell yeah. Yep. That's good. Uh, um, 
my first one is going to go out to Sawyer Hansen. Uh, he met us at the Ice Institute, uh, came up and chatted with us. And uh, Sawyer actually brought his neighbor kid, yeah. who was a heck of a good, I mean, really he was nice a young uh, man, had a good head on his shoulders. He's going to, I don't know, whatever that kid ends up doing in his life, it's going to be great. I'll tell you that. I know it. Um, and I just thought, you know, how, how freaking cool is that, that, uh, you know, you got a guy that's, you know, taking the neighbor kid, you know, they, they talked about going out, you know, fishing, maybe doing some hunting, uh, you know, and, and taking him to a show like that and. Uh, you, you know, you got to get them started at an early age to keep them interested. And, uh, so I, I don't know. I thought that was very cool. Uh, hats off to, to you Sawyer, uh, for doing that. And yeah, it, it's damn cool. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, next up, uh, th this, this is a cool one here. Uh, this one goes out to Chris Peters, uh, our buddy out in Rapid City who got promoted in the United States army to first sergeant. Awesome. And that's a damn big deal. It is. That is awesome. Yep. And uh, um, that that that's my good news. You know, my last good news story of the week. Uh, hats off to Chris. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely I, congratulations, Chris. Especially yep. you know, like with Veterans Day just you know, yep. last week and everything like that. So. Yep. And uh, the the sacrifices that Chris and and his wife Shanta have uh, have sacrificed for our country. Uh, you know, we truly appreciate it the midwest angler podcast uh is definitely uh you know pro pro servicemen and women and uh yeah, so yeah it we had our program at school and it was it's always i love that program and just yep they have slideshows and you know it's in the feels it does it really does when yep. it's showing people up there and you know it's just yeah it's really really something yep so all right, uh, do I think that's uh, I think that's what we got. So uh, next week we'll, like I said, be back with the uh, Ask the Biologist. I'll put together uh, the questions and uh, get your um, pocket protectors ready and yep, your yep, get ready. tape on your glasses and yep, <laughs> yep, H hike your pants up a little bit higher for this week's <laughs> next week's episode. We so. better get our dictionary ready so start yeah. learning some of these big words yeah you you couldn't handle our it. latin dictionary so that we're ready to go yep nope Th that's who that's who we got that's what's coming down the pipe so uh um yeah thanks for uh tuning in if you can hit the uh the like button the subscribe button uh uh if you're on one of the platforms that allows you to leave a review i wish you would um definitely helps us out so um, yeah, thanks for joining in. Uh, we will catch you next week. Later.